0: Welcome, listeners, to another awesome episode of the Middle Age Metalheads. Tonight is episode one hundred and seventy. Hard wow. to believe, cracking our five-year mark. God damn! Wow! And uh, joined, not as always, but mostly by these the same cast of characters here. Uh, I'm Michael Stamps coming at you from Sellersville. we got David Timoney. Where are you at? Philly. Yeah. John Harden, back home? Yep. Austin, Texas. Colin, the Metal Lord Bosler.
1: I hope we make it through this.
0: In it's going to be, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> we, we, we're just going through the introductions, <laughs> and that would be Whitehall, Pennsylvania. Yes, in Whitehall. Damn. Um... <laughs> So uh, we, we've since, as uh, everybody knows, since our Tom Worman episode, we've like started up some uh, some playlist episodes. mixtapes, dude. So, um Tonight we are pleased to, to be uh, joined by uh, this one gal that I know. Her name is Cherie Perdue. Uh, of course, uh, everybody on the pod knows uh, my wife, Cherie. John knows Cherie, because uh, we all went to high school together uh, back back in the eighties. And
2: uh, us for high, go bailers.
0: Go bailers.
1: That's
3: the name of the team. What's Baylors? a bailer
1: What's a bailer It's a we, hay baler. Like people that bail things. Oh, yeah,
2: they
0: ba- bail
1: hay. It's that's a mascot. Uh, interesting.
2: Pitchfork. fork. Yeah. Their
3: mascot was a bail bondsman. Nice.
2: It was an improvement over San Benito Bone Crushers, which is what they originally were.
1: I think that's really good. I like I think bone that was really too. good. Can I get a shot yeah. of
0: that? And, 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 but what they meant by bone crushers is that they would like salvage fields for like old carcasses and crush them up and turn them into like the, the stuff that you would put into flour. So it's it's not I'm, it's not. I'm a, okay to vote for that. I'm wow.
3: okay with that. Yeah, <laughs> no. me too. So we change the name of Baylor's. the Philadelphia. Change the name of the Philadelphia
0: Eagles. There you go. There you go. Philadelphia. Bone, Bone crushers.
3: Right. That's right. So yeah, I mean, it's nice to have it. Like over the past several years, uh, Cherie has been the head of the house, the unseen guest at every meal, the silent listener at every conversation.
2: I am in attendance at pretty much every uh, podcast recording.
3: So when you're listening, you're listening I along am with Cherie. A big
2: fan.
0: <laughs> She's a big supporter, uh, and uh, you know it's a, it's a great. Uh, I don't know. It it, it seems uh, long overdue uh, to have uh, Cherie come and join us with her. uh,
2: You mean just being a female who isn't famous Uh, or in a band? I think I'm the only female who has otherwise been on the
0: podcast. Okay, so (laughs) you weren't the lead singer for Vixen, I guess. But but you're like another chick that managed to make it onto our middle-aged male podcast managed oh, that's not what it's called but uh ne- <laughs> ne- never, nevertheless uh you know Cherie has her playlist playlist set Thanks up and she, she has not uh shared any of these songs with me so it's gonna be a great sort of like little christmas surprise i guess but i'm not gonna be surprised by any of these songs unless she she pulls out some uh jesus lizard or what, whatever David no. might throw out. So,
2: this is surprisingly difficult to make a playlist because you want it to have a theme and reflective somewhat of your taste and music, but maybe not too far out there. Make some of it, you know, familiar to the audience and also throw in some different things that there may be unusual. Hmm. And also, like I say, find that theme that's. You know, can be fun and also somewhat reflective of yourself and what I might actually make a playlist of. So it, it was a challenge.
0: Yeah. I just wanted first, to pick
1: songs that guys would make we're fun we're of. We're
0: all looking forward to that. But like John, what what happens first? We can metal. We can metal. The we can metal.
4: Fantastic.
0: That was awesome. Oh, that, 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 that was definitely awesome and, 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 and much appropriate because uh, we're going to have nothing but a good time here with uh, this weekend metal. And uh, I think, Sheree, uh, you have like some announcement to make here.
2: I do, has announced last week there will finally be a Van Halen tribute tour. Of course, it'll be kind of a Van Hagar because obviously it'll be uh, headlined by Sammy Hagar and Anthony will be joining in Michael Anthony and also uh, for guitarist replacement for Eddie it will be Joe Satriani who is of course awesome Mm -hmm. and Jason Bonham on the drums and they've announced dates for July and August Next year, several dates, and looking forward to seeing that. I will be hitting that show for sure. longtime Van Halen friend, a uh, fan, and
5: yeah, I, I'm I looking can't forward wait. to it. And they they uh, they extended the invitation to Alex Van Halen and to David Lee Roth. And as of this evening, Mr. Roth said, "I'm in. Let's do it." really whatever that that means whether he's joining the whole tour or whether he's just going to pop up here and there it sounds like dave wants in so
0: okay yeah because uh uh, definitely uh sammy and michael and the rest of the guys they've been making the rounds with eddie trunk and and howard stern so like uh I, i think roth is like smelling this this could uh this could be something could you know could be a good paycheck but again, anyhow, it's it's just going to be fun. I think that's, that's again, like the, the whole theme of uh, nothing but a good time. Yeah, I you know, we, we were watching those videos earlier in the week
5: when they were on Howard Stern and, and announced the, the tour, and then they played four or five songs. They sound great. They yeah. do. Sammy's 75 years old. It sounds amazing. Fucking ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah.
3: Which, which one did you hear?
5: Uh, they played like four or five songs. They the, played, the, the Stern it's, one. That's what They played yeah, the Stern. Like they, they played they right played now. Run. They played best of
0: both worlds. I, I uh, thought
3: Satch sounded a little, little behind.
0: Now, that was here's that was the thing. He, that, here's that, the it, thing. It on Eddie Trunk too, it's like, dude, like we haven't even actually rehearsed. We're just like really good at knowing these songs. Even in <laughs> Bottom was like. Um, I don't know uh, "Summer Nights," but like I could pick it up because I have the album from when I was a kid. I've
3: got the music tucked yeah. inside my big hat.
0: And, and
1: Satri-
5: Satriani was a little behind, like Mike said. They, it's going to take a minute for them to get up to speed. They've got time. The tour is not until next summer, yeah. and 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 he's going to play it a little differently anyway. They played some Van Halen songs, so you know. Basically, this this lineup is Chickenfoot, just with a different drummer and right. when they were playing yeah. as Chickenfoot, they played van halen songs before so it's not like these songs are completely foreign you just just
3: should have just gotten steel panther
5: well <laughs> you know there was a time when michael michael diamond michael steel i guess whatever he goes by now ralph sands his real name <laughs> uh <laughs> I, I mean ralph that sands. dude can do a fucking David of those guys you know at the time when Steel Panther started, originally they were metal shop, that's what they were called, and they played the Viper Room in LA and then they became metal school before Steel Panther. But they had a they had a Van Halen tribute band as well. The same guys that that are in Steel yeah. Panther had a Van Halen band. And they were incredible. Like Ralph's, Ralph's David Lee Roth is spot on. So it's like, I'd almost wish Ralph was going out with Sammy and those guys, <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, it, it'll be nice to see Dave if he does follow up here and there. Yeah. There,
0: there was, there was, there was some nice digs on the Eddie trunk, uh, episode where they're, you know, they were like totally soliciting Dave, like just come out. Uh, like if you want to come out and like, just kind of like, you know, sit in and like play a song and, uh, <laughs> It's there. like
3: that Lauren Michaels thing with the Beatles.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll write you this check for three thousand dollars. Do you want to like... give Ringo less? That's up to you. <laughs> they, they like, uh, hey Dave, which uh, which song do you know the lyrics to? We'll play that one. It was like, You're like I don't know, okay. man. Look at all these people tonight is wagging. <laughs> yeah,
3: well, the, same the,
0: scene the <laughs>
3: <laughs> I brought a baritone saxophone with me, and Andre three thousand. <laughs>
0: It was a little rough and, it, and again it was it was a little unfortunate too it's like they you know referenced how how many times they had uh reached out to alex to uh you know again like eddie died like oh my gosh before our podcast i don't know it just seems like so long ago but uh you know that you know for this this thing to come together or some semblance of a of a tribute show uh to you know to uh eddie's uh legacy and stuff so be it'd be nice to see yeah. Yeah, we'll check it out. What's uh what's the cost on those tickets? They're
5: expensive. I, I know the uh the the close tickets like the VIP tickets were like uh, near five hundred. But they go, you know, like a twenty rows back or whatever, it's like hundred and thirty bucks, something like yeah. that.
0: No like, no one bad, really. No no, no one too bad cash grab.
5: And there and wait, who's opening? Loverboy. Yeah, lover Loverboy. <laughs> boy. That's right. <laughs> Good night, <laughs> which I'm excited
2: to see.
3: I, I yeah, yeah. love like I mean, all of those guys must not have anything better to do. By, by, all, by all accounts, they. I mean, they I'm they sure they, they were really going to play a
5: fair circuit this summer anyway, so right. now they're just okay. doing it with Sammy Hagar. Like, yeah. They're playing
0: to bigger crowds. Yeah. Not right, you get a little better payday. Probably not. Nah, probably well, not. If you
3: guys get to hang out with us. <laughs> pay the uh, rent, right. and, pay the what, rent double next?
5: wide. David's next.
3: You know, I uh, I saw this uh, this little thing came up at uh, Milwaukee Metal Fest. Running Mister Bungle signs to Milwaukee Metal Fest. Mister Bungle, Deicide, and In Flames are the three big names hitting Milwaukee Metal Fest May 16th to 19th at the Rave Slash Eagles Club in Milwaukee. Now, I guess if you're out there, it's worth going. I don't know that I would go. Possessed will be there. Metal Church will be there. Um, it just sounds like Hate breed's going to come out. Uh, it sounds like a really good time. Uh, some some lesser-known awesome bands like Marduk will be there. Um, and friend of the show, Eyes of the Living, are on that bill.
0: That's nice. nice. Oh, yeah, I, I, how I, I, I cool see is that? On Facebook,
3: yeah. Yeah, I mean, last year, they had Lamb of God, COC, Goad Whore, who was just here, Napalm Death. Uh, Napalm Death's in Europe right now with, with our friends of Squill Grind. Um, and then Esquivel Ryan just announced a, a U.S. tour that they're headlining. But I just thought, you know, a really nice uh, kind of compact set of bands. And uh, it's just exciting to see guys that we know in Eyes of the Living. They just keep, seem to be keep getting really great gigs. Uh, a side note uh, that I, I couldn't let go by, but uh, the damned drummer, Mr. Rat Scabies, is back for their 2024
4: tour.
0: So, yeah. uh, so there's that. That's that's super cool. And again, like people who have been to Milwaukee or need an excuse to get to Milwaukee, the home of Jeffrey Dahmer and the Fonz, dude, right. check it out. Uh, you know, and then they do they do have like a big food fest. I don't think it coordinates with those early May dates, though. But, like, it
3: doesn't. You know, but I think they're running a, a Schlammil stage. Too. They're running a Schlammil <laughs> stage and a Schlamazel oh, stage. So they, nice. they should be able to just run this There's thing, thing. There
0: you go. definitely <laughs> gotta go see the fawn statue which is like on a bridge someplace but uh, hey hey he, yeah, he, is, he is totally doing hey
3: that. come check out embryonic autopsy
0: there you go how about goat whore it's there too hey hey that's awesome oh christ what else we got uh, you're uh, up next michael Oh, um, go, going from memory here, um, one butthurt, uh, six <laughs> striper named Michael Sweet, he's the lead stinger, um, who was taking umbrage with so many people that he feels were really disparaging, uh, what he called, and i, and I used air quotes here, people of faith, um, <laughs> as, as a way to sort of, like, denigrate their personhood or their artistic uh stylization of things and again this this is all this all goes back to just bad branding uh on part of striper but uh you know he he kind of got up into for for what i'm considering a little sort of aaron lewis uh you know uh, ted newton sort of area where when he talks about people of faith he just talked about Christians he's not he's not worried about like oh are people like denigrating Muslims or people like shitting on all those Palestinians no he's just worried about like I don't think Mike Johnson is Christian enough or something as speaker of the house or you know and all the stuff that's going on with Mar-a-Lago with all the, the those really hardcore Christian nationalist motherfuckers and stuff and again I, and I, and I'll, I'll put it there it's like, So
2: not freedom of religion But just don't disparage but like, Christians who are really yeah, up
0: Like he really is just Freedom of religion like Freedom to be like Christian and Nationalist and also White power I, th- I think the trap that Michael Sweet falls
5: into is People just don't like Striper All that much I think, so, I think you're uh, right you know, he, he takes criticism of his band or lack of sales or indifference as an attack on Christians when it's really just no one cares about Striper that much. Right. That's yeah, kind yeah. of what it boils down to.
3: Yeah, one time I was at a I was at a party and I kept confusing Matthew Sweet and Michael Sweet and I had like a thirty minute argument with somebody. Matthew Sweet's we, better. And then we had and then we had a little then we had a little laugh about it and everything was cool.
4: Yeah,
5: cool. Yeah. Then you put on altered beast and you're like, This is fucking good jam. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> it, it, it's not to shit on uh, on striper's music by itself because that's just, that's based just too easy. them. Like, it, it's fine. They, well,
5: they have their fans, it is what it is. It's just like you know, they never broke through into mainstream yeah. and and, if you're and going part of that is not brand
2: yourself that way, you have to I, expect that you're going to have the backlash for
5: that. Absolutely right. When when we talked about them in the past, and you know, Colin was speaking about the Bibles being thrown out to the audience, David's immediate reaction
0: was, "I don't need that." Right? Yeah. And and again, like when, when the public doesn't like you, and when you're brought up to a tribunal, and Pontius Pilate washes his <laughs> hands, you just take your lashes, put on your crown of thorns, and then you have like a lot of really great easter hams to celebrate your crucifixion so i really well, feel- are we
5: still talking about the thing in milwaukee
0: <laughs> i
3: feel like i don't
5: think so we're about
0: the were, i feel like oh, if they no, what, else, what else you got
3: a, i feel like if they had a better marketing team like if they would if they would have got somebody like from the wwf to be on their marketing team they could have like changed sides gone like total satan metal Oh. And people would eat that up, man. But
2: that, that, that Same was, outfits would work. That was, Same that outfits. Would be. <laughs> it's
3: true. Like
0: it, we, we just we just interviewed Tom Worman, and uh, he was the producer on the record where one of the Sweet Brothers said, like, "Hey, we want to do like a like a, kind of like a secular record. Kind of like get in on this sort of like hair metal shit. Like we're not gonna like talk about like you know Jesus and stuff." Can you produce that? And that's that's where you get like one of their biggest hits. Like honestly, so like they they had like great chops. You you read the nothing but a good time book. They didn't start off that way. They were like you know token and smoking with all the rest of the guys on the Sunset Strip.
3: Yeah, and they could have like, they could have put out a record to hell with Striper.
2: <laughs> Love it.
3: And <laughs> everybody, too late. Hit them up on Twitter. <laughs> Dear. Matthew, I mean like
0: I would, I would, love that. I don't even know who Matthew
3: is. I'm just gonna call Matthew Sweet up, and be like, "Dude, I got this idea." Be Matthew like, Sweet. he'll be like, "I'm in." Oh, wait
5: a second, you brought another Sweet? Dude, a hundred percent fun, girlfriend. Like those albums are great.
3: Yeah, dude, he would totally be into making a record called so "To Hell." No good. Yes, he would. <laughs> yes, he
5: would. <laughs> yes, he would. Speaking of other good music, uh, getting lead bassist for the band Rush put out a book this week called mm-hmm. "My F in Life." Uh, that I have been fortunately listening to the audiobook book uh, and, and hearing Getty. Getty narrates his own book, which is killer. Uh, so it's just him telling stories, and uh, it's really good. And he was interviewed by Rolling Stone uh, about the book and mentioned uh, that, you know, they, the Rush, the two remaining members, he and Alex Lifeson, had gotten together at the tribute for Taylor Hawkins, first in London. And then again in LA and uh, they hadn't played since since the passing of Neil. Um, they had not played until those shows and Dave asked them for a favor and and they knew how much Rush meant to Taylor and and said yes and got in. And he said that, that it was so, such a joyous thing to play Wembley uh, and to play those songs again in, in front of a crowd and, and to play with Alex and that when they got to the forum, that the forum was a different experience because that was the final show that rush played uh the the final show of their final tour the last time they played with neil was at the forum
2: and uh one of the broadcasts for getty and playing together just I, I cried because... Yeah, I, it was amazing. Loved, loved I, yeah. So yeah.
5: That, that was without question one of the highlights of those concerts. And, they're, they're, like, uh, they're
0: like such good friends. And they're just sort of like... like you don't see them doing anything except doing okay. Rush stuff. You know, he
5: he, say, he said he feels that they still have a little in them and that he would love to play live again. And that, that he needs to get Alex on the same page. And uh, yeah. apparently at at the first taylor show paul mccartney asked dave to introduce him to rush and rush had never met him either and they were like oh my god yes and like like we'd love to talk to paul and paul they got drunk the members of rush and paul got drunk together and paul was like you know you guys need to you need to play you need to continue to make music you need to continue to play because it's what you do and and he's like ringo always said it's like we don't know how to do anything this is what we do and he's like and you and you are the same he's like it wasn't easy to continue after john's passing it wasn't easy but but we did and and i'm happy we did and he's like and it's like it's obvious that you guys love playing your music and people would love to see you play your music so and then he spent the next
3: 20 minutes trying to get him to hire ringo
5: well you know, Mike Portnoy <laughs> just went back to Dream Theater. So uh I you Play know, they gotta find a drummer. but
1: Charlie Benante will do it. It's, it's gonna wind up being Dave, it's the, be Dave the Grohl. They're gonna do eight
0: like. dates and Dave Grohl can do it.
5: <laughs> yeah. No, but I don't think Dave's the guy either. I think
0: Portnoy Portnoy or Danny Carey would be no, would what, be what, my what votes. They're, what they're talking about, at least as as far as the speculation goes, it's gonna be kind of like what they did with Taylor. It's like let's bring in like uh you know all the great drummers who Neil uh, admired, or from people who were like big Neil
5: fans. Take, take Omar Hakim. I mean, Omar Hakim crushed it on yeah. those Taylor shows when he, he played so with he them. It's like yeah. take him out on the road. Just call it the music of Rush,
0: or or call it Lifeson Lee, and you know Lifeson or what have you. And it's like, yeah, there's 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 still there. Obviously, Rush has an enormous fan base, and. Uh, priced uh yeah good luck on those ticket
4: prices
0: (laughs) (laughs) there he is got it right there there he is it's a big book
3: i can't imagine listening to him
5: talk for several hours signed by ged
0: that's nice
5: sweet
1: all right gone what you got Well, for regular listeners of our podcast, we know we had Tom Worman on uh, a couple weeks ago, and I asked him for a copy of his two CD set, and you know what? He sent me one. (laughs) Like quickly, he delivered. Yeah, just a few days later to write Tom Worman, and I was so giddy, and it's amazing. It's a great set. It sounds so good. I I knew a lot of the, the hits like we talked about. The misses are interesting. There's some really good stuff on there. But uh, just thank you, thank you to Tom Worman. You hooked me up, and uh, I've got one of one of the copies, and uh, it's a treasured, treasure piece of my uh, my collection right now.
3: Yeah. Nice, yeah. But he right. sent like a little note, ni- a little note
1: with yours, right? a <laughs> uh, B he, he said a little thanks for the chat. So oh, yeah. yeah, it was nice, it was personalized. So you would think that would make my week, but I would, I would. Think but they'd. Saturday night, not only that, I get to see Nita Strauss. I got to meet nita strauss i get a picture with her and you guys all know my obsession with her so uh, yes so saturday night she played she opened for some other guy wolfgang van halen or something but uh, nita was amazing she had a great show really captivating she had a singer come from another band and do some some songs off her new uh new release and uh just a, a great show absolutely fantastic blew us away and wolfgang honestly he was okay but he wasn't as good as i was hoping for his first headlining tour, I, I thought Mammoth could have, could have been a little bit better. But he's, uh, got, a
0: second, <laughs> he's got a second album out and I, I don't really I don't think I've I don't think we've listened to it that much, um, if, if at all. Um, I don't know. Is it yeah. as fire as the first record? I don't know. Was yeah. the
3: first record fire? Um,
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna say I, that.
5: I like I, both <laughs> records about the same. I think Mammoth is an extension of the first record. It, it
1: really is. is. And I think what I noticed is that when we saw him with Guns N' Roses, he, I think he played more, um, not aggressive, but just more just up-tempo, livelier songs. When he was opening, when he had the full time to, to cover, uh-huh. they kind of pulled a little more of the songs that weren't weren't as as electric electrifying as interesting and and that to
5: headline on two records when you don't have a bunch of hits
1: yeah and that's and it was so after Needham, we were all kind of pumped and everybody's like "Yay!" and he came out and now the crowd the vast majority just loved him and and cheered all the time but here was my theory i think a lot of the people at the keswick had never seen him before because the crowd was way older than i would have expected i (laughs) think i think they thought he was going to play van halen why? i really i really think that most of those and, people are like they follow him never that's well that's what i'm saying right They're, these are not social <laughs> media people because there were yeah. van halen shirts hats you know the frankenstein gu- guitar colors and i was like it's cool that he's here that you're here to see him but i don't know if you guys are going to get what you think you're going to get <laughs> i i i knew what i was going to get and again it was good just it's it's just not a lot of material to honestly that's one of those places where i would have thought a cover tune or two would have probably helped him <laughs> sure. you know like come on yeah. me, give us something we could tap our toes to and he needs to it.
3: start playing some leslie west tunes yeah you know, if you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah uh, you know i do and he could pull that off it's I'm a little criticism
0: sure there david it's not i'm just he kind of looks like he very well um uh, but yeah could, yeah again like i, I think yeah there's the, People who follow like uh wolf would on his social media or just in all of his various interviews where he's very forthcoming it's like he's not really interested in like trying to like live off of his dad's legacy which is super cool mm-hmm. um so yet it, it, i, I can imagine all the people there at the Keswick being like a little bit disappointed but like shit, you shouldn't be surprised you know it was great when he was doing um I think that was at uh, the the Taylor Hawkins thing where he he did some Van Halen stuff. And it was like, that was the first time he did anything like that. Maybe he'll
1: be a guest. Maybe he'll be a guest celebrity on the Van Halen Van Hagar tour next year. Maybe he'll be one of the the surprise additions here and there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I I, I think that's, that's, that's more likely than Roth ever showing up.
1: (laughs) And tomorrow night, I finish up the concert season. I going to see in this moment ice nine kills an avatar tomorrow night
5: what time what time are you picking dave up for that show <laughs> is, uh, I've,
1: I've got plans so, should be a great playing
5: the night before thanksgiving yes yeah. <laughs> good lord it's gonna
3: be like you and like four
1: other people that's yeah. okay so yeah, get we're,
0: all dressed like ice on. nine kills.
1: <laughs> it's, in, it's in Redding at the Santander Center.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, so. the Santander <laughs> Arena. So, what's yeah. that,
1: David? Let <laughs> doing doing that weird
3: dance people do, the,
0: the, like the moshing with myself, the Sorry.
3: moshing yeah. with yourself.
0: Yeah. That's, the, a maybe weird, the, the that's, that's a weird phenomenon. Yeah, there, there's gotta
3: it's be. Not like, as, it's not as weird. I told John, I was like, I woke up thinking of the uh, the Mike Muir Suicidal Tendencies dance.
5: Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was disturbing. Yeah, it was. That was a lot to deal with. <laughs> so it's true. I'll... There's got to there's be a gift to that.
3: I've got video. I'll send it out. It's Yeah.
5: It was nice. Let's, let's listen to a mixtape, shall we?
3: Oh, yeah. There's two links. Is it the bottom one?
5: No, it's ah, the top one. The top okay. one's the collected. Go with the
0: top one here. Right. Yeah, gonna, I got it. I got it. I'm ready. Locate to roll. this here. Um, so, uh, you guys got your uh, you ready, man. Your manicula. What? Roll with the play button. What?
1: What, what happened? <laughs> I don't know, man.
0: Are, are we all ready? Are we all yes. ready?
1: I'm always we ready, are. man. I just oh, heard manicula
2: or something. You
0: got your dancing shoes on. I'm not dancing. All right, so um, I will count up to three and we will click play. One, two, press.
1: <sighs> Tesla doesn't get enough love on our show. So thank Come you on. For- See, thank you, you guys talk about Tesla like every week.
5: No, oh, we, yeah? don't. we don't. We don't. It's just your whiplash can. reaction makes you feel that way constantly
2: certainly tesla is one of my favorite bands thus here it is on the playlist and rock me to the top
5: so is good
2: definitely one you need your dancing shoes on for <laughs> where's the
3: acoustic guitars
0: nope nope not getting it yet <laughs> that's a different song bro uh.
2: so being oh. a female who loves metal grew up on metal Starting by listening to Van Halen with my oldest brother as a, you know, in the seventies.
5: What Wasn't there a handoff at some point when your brother was like, nope, I have to, oh. I have to give you this devil music. And it's like, <laughs>
2: there was that, that was the other brother. Yeah. So we have two older oh, okay. Brothers. Got it. So the one who's <clears throat> eight years older was the one very much into Van Halen, Boston, Black Sabbath, just a kind of a different fly, mix stuff, in the 70s. Them. And then later on, you know, in the early 80s, my middle brother then introduced to Scorpions and Dio, and that's what I love. So I considered myself more of a hardcore female metal lover which you really didn't see a lot of. You know, my friends in high school would look at my books and say, why did you write Metallica on your book? What is that? You know, that kind of thing. And then we'd go to the concerts and you'd see all the ladies, you know, the kind of the groupy types with their mini skirts and high heels. That was not me. I had my jeans on, my high tops, my t-shirt more metallica style and for our younger listeners crab. take
5: a peek at the video for pour some sugar on me and you can see what it was like to live
0: <laughs> through a concert <laughs> at that time and, 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 and again appropriately enough it's like so if you're thinking of like pour your sh- pour some sugar on me and listening to tesla who opened for uh Leppard leopard on the
2: Cow Palace, tour. San Francisco, November 28th, 1987.
0: Oh, I missed good. that.
2: That was a show. During the Def leopard show, Mike came up behind me and put the moves on. That's how we got together. That's
3: how I met Mike,
2: too. <laughs> Back to <Cow-tow>. at <laughs> the
4: He's
3: he only got cats. one move, huh?
2: I, I,
4: if,
3: if well, series. she said, "Put the
5: moves on." But that's singular. At the 2018 the Def Leppard show.
2: It's a we're, series of moves. We're a
5: wither Joe Elliott with backing tracks.
2: And, and we recognize each other from high school, so it wasn't super creepy. Just, and, and also
0: yeah. Arby's because we, we work at Arby's together for. Uh, Dude,
3: I love Arby's.
0: So. And that, that's a that's another anniversary coming up, 11, 28 nineteen eighty seven. We
3: should all go to Arby's.
0: I, I'm <laughs> saying like yeah, you should just go and get a gobbler. And all my classics are everybody's That's right. Or you get you get awesome. the secret sauce, which is what, you know, you is in every horsey package that you get so, yeah. horsey re- sauce package that you get. It's dog semen.
2: oh. Anyway. Moving on to the next song. Please. Wow. You,
5: you sound just like us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We've got some armored saint, you know, a little bit harder. Right. And you know, as I do have a love of dance. You know, I keep mentioning mentioning the dance shoes. So while I do love my hard metal, I do like a lot of songs that you can dance through, groove to. And you know, there's a certain uh, draw for me as a female. It's not that I super love because I always considered that poser poserish, and I'm not the typical girl that's only Whoa. into middle for ballads. But kind of the sexy songs that are still pretty hard rocking are the ones that I really enjoy, kind of dancing to, grooving to. You can ask Mike. We'll put these songs on and. I'll be dancing and really? yeah. having a and great time.
0: It, and and it, like this this is from uh, Armored Saints first record. This is like uh, John and I in like 8th grade. You obviously yeah. sure who would have been in 8th grade. Colin would have been in college at that point, but uh, <laughs> you know, this is, a, Close. if you if you listen to this song or if you watch the video, which the, one of the few early videos from, from this record, it's like, it's a real sexy song.
2: It is, it is. And like I say, not like a ballad where it's a love song. It's very um, sexually oriented, but, and... Maybe a romantic element to it, but uh... not
0: really. It's like, can you deliver? It's like, can you can you put out for like right now? Because I don't got much time.
3: Is that what this song's about?
0: John Bush is like, can you? I'm not. He's. It's very explicit. It's like Mm. I don't have much time. I'm. I'm here for this show. Can you deliver? You know, I'm not here for any kind of romance. Uh, and, and this is not like a theme, like uh, you know, a band like Armored Saint really revisits at no, all. No, they're not no. that kind of band.
2: Very often, at all. Uh, if at all, no. Can't think of anything else that has any kind of sexy element to it. Although I find them very sexy as a whole because they're yeah. just great. I love Armored I Saint. Think so. Even their their new albums, their new stuff. We can't wait to see them here at the Keswick coming up oh, think, here again. Joey, yeah. Barrett, yeah.
0: Queens right? you saw him at the Keswick <laughs> right we off. did
2: make eye contact a lot and clasp pans, it, and it, all it, the it,
0: if John remembers we, we all saw John Bush's bush uh, oh, oh
2: yeah San Jose when I saw them for the first time uh his uh, pa- his fly did pop open at one point so you know got a little thrill there and uh, biblically yes yes
0: his, his crappy leather pants.
3: So I'm like, looking at pictures of, of armored saint in nineteen eighty eight and sexy okay. is not the word I would nope. use. No,
0: nope, it's not a thing <laughs> you're going for. They
3: all look like they need a sandwich and a shower. You
0: know, <laughs> they were badass. They were yes. badass. We not, that was true.
3: probably also true of me in nineteen eighty eight, but the wow.
0: badass part or like the shower and sandwich?
3: The shower and the sandwich part. <laughs>
0: What are we on to next?
3: There's a drum solo going on.
0: I, I'm trying to. One of my
1: favorite songs. Here. Oh, boy.
2: Oh, okay. We're doing oh.
1: so well. We're doing even so better. So, everybody's
2: got to know. But are we are we're we're still the still next we're, still, Are we still, still
0: at No, we're no, in turbo not anymore.
3: Lover. We're in Turbo Lover, and I love this Lover. song. Lover.
0: Okay.
1: That's okay. Keyboard. How time this song made our podcast? Yeah, same
5: album as Dave's favorite Judas Free song, Johnny Be Good. There you go.
1: Is that on this record? No, it's yeah. not. No, it's on ram it? It no, it's ram-, ram-, ram it Down. No, Ram it Ram It Down that's right.
5: Yeah. I could
3: grab a guitar Ramekin. off the rack and play you that probably night for now. do do good <laughs> Ramekin.
4: <laughs>
3: Ramekin.
0: A small, well, j- small. Just in time for Thanksgiving if you wanna do some ramekins and stuff.
3: I'm just I'm trying to figure out what this song sounds like. Sounds like Turbo Lover. And Juice Priest is not the answer. Sounds
5: like, yeah, sounds like 1987. This <laughs> is
3: like the flip side of, of uh putting on the Ritz by Taco.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think Sheree put on the, the live version of uh the Armored Saint song instead of the the album version. It might be better if they didn't have matching outfits.
1: <laughs> well, you know. No, or so if he tried or to Sheree, why did this make the list? Let's get back to the purpose here, the theme. Why did this make the list? Uh,
5: was my question
1: not pertinent?
5: <laughs> no. So well, They saw Striper and they're like, we could do that too.
2: So this Cut. would definitely be a playlist <laughs> that I would make for myself and for Mike and I. Definitely a lot of songs that I can dance and groove to and that kind of get me going and maybe in the mood a bit, you know. And so I also wanted to make sure that it was accessible, you know, people's are familiar with these songs especially on side a so i did two different sides side a side b so side a would be something i'm sure everybody knows all of these songs group dance like i say break out those dance shoes Mm
4: -hmm. dance around the
2: kitchen cook some dinner call your wife call your girlfriend see if you can get a evening of fun going
0: hey hey glenn (laughs) Easy with fun with some turbo lover
3: call sammy Hagar. ask him where he gets all those shirts with the straps on them
0: there
1: you go. Yeah. we need we need four sets just like that
0: and we have we have other thoughts about turbo lover
1: i, I love it it's great
0: it's, it's a great song i've always i've always loved it I know, always, it's, it's, always will like you know follow up defenders of the faith
2: <laughs> so, fun fact: you can do a cha-cha to this. It makes a really great cha-cha. I've been known to do I it can, on the I dance can see that. Too. This
3: is, I this can is see it. some episode. <laughs> I just feel like it just dawned on me that we're listening to this playlist. We're listening to this mixtape now, but you two are going to listen to this again later.
0: Yeah, possibly. Yeah, oh. but much louder, much louder. But uh, yeah, and the, war- and the wardrobe <laughs> will change. It's, it's definitely a cha-cha song.
2: Definitely a cha-cha. Yeah. And, so yeah. I'm a classically trained ballet dancer, tap, jazz, hula, you name it. I do a lot of social dancing now. Cha-cha, what a lot of Latin dancing. dances. Social, social dancing? Swing dancing, et cetera,
0: to, so. Oh, okay.
3: I do, I do anti-social dancing. Dances to get anti-social.
5: away from Mike. Like,
0: washing <laughs> by yourself. That's anti-social. <laughs> but, yeah. Cher- Cherie's great. She could, she could do all of the, 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 the sort of like... Uh, dances and dance moves that were uh, really good in the the 30s you could do the what's what's the you know the big the leaping one i do like the solo in the song where you like float and stuff
2: float and stuff yeah. i'm not sure you
0: could float. i'm more of i'm more of an isadora That's duncan impressive. type atta boy isadora duncan okay yeah martha graham like some some like ballet dancers and stuff that you're running oh,
1: some
3: you know some modern stuff put on a pillowcase stand in the middle street
1: right yeah. there with the synthesizers back there that's just cool yeah it
2: is it's really cool which gives it an element of groove that you can a very it. it's
3: got a very robert palmer feel to it a little bit
0: and again like uh, we we, we love this record when it came out um for sure and, and John, you might remember at The Barn, uh, Darren Hollister and stuff. Like, when we first started doing, like, rock jams or sort of, like, our karaoke rock jams, this was the record. Like, we just sort of, like, we put this on and, like, yeah. just get all stupid. And,
2: and this wouldn't be the first song I'd name if you know, for street cred or whatever, for being a metalhead, for sure. But it definitely fits the mood of the playlist, and, and it really is a great song. Yeah.
0: And it definitely has, like, some Alfred sort of, like, sexiness to it. It's like, yeah.
3: This is the one with the skeletons turbo, in the video, the right? Lover. Yep. Dude, that's awesome. It's, like, uh... It's not awesome. It's straight <laughs> out of, like, uh... <laughs> what's that? Like, Mystery Science like Theater? Jason and, the the and the Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It, 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 it's it's so
5: it so It's a Ray Harryhausen
0: bad video. music video.
3: Dude, all of a sudden, I like to use... It's,
0: it, it, it's a bad video but was dancing most of the videos are like pretty post-apocalyptic bad uh, this
1: song surprised me sheree this this caught me off guard
0: yeah as as the metal scorpions
1: did not this song did
2: interesting i'd be curious as to why
1: it i just this is not a well-known song it's it doesn't I don't know, I don't it didn't fit in with the rest of the songs. When Our Colin's lighting phone. the candles
5: warning morning, his, his wife Dynamite's not what comes to mind. No. Right.
3: That's cause when you wake up at three in the morning and the TV's still on. Dude, would have made good time times
5: reruns start coming on.
0: So now now we're I guess uh, most of us are on to uh, okay. di- dynamite.
2: dynamite by scorpions. So, okay, so I do have a bit of a story for this. Speaking of growing up on metal and being exposed to scorpions as a preteen and listening to the song and just going, oh my gosh, I think this is about sex things.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. Wait, they all are.
2: (laughs) Fit the bed, but also you can definitely dance. I jumped a lot on the trampoline, the little bounder we had, and the
0: bare oh
2: bedroom dancing kind of to the song. So it kind of fit that way.
0: Yeah, is this song about sex?
2: I wonder. I, I, I
0: thought it was uh, about like guy and explosives. You mean, an adult, and like just getting the crowd up and stuff. But like. But, it's, again, like, it's a great Scorpion rocker.
3: That's it's a good solo. It,
0: you know, and it, these guys are back uh, putting on their... Uh, not on, this song is not off of that album, but, like, they're doing uh, their big 40-year anniversary for uh, Love First Sting. What? Right. Um, all around. All around. <laughs> Maybe they're doing like a little residency. I think they're doing a little residency residency in Vegas. Yeah, I don't
1: think they're going all around. I mean, just staying put, Michael.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, you're right, Colin. I think they're 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 basically doing like a little residency mm-hmm. there in like a low rent place there in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, can't, I can't recall what the place is, but it's easy enough to figure out. But
2: uh, so. This song, Under the Desk, now I am currently doing an East Coast Swing, Charleston mix to go with the, uh, dance
0: thing. Oh, the, doing in the Charleston, East Coast style? Yep. Okay.
1: Is that uh, the thing? That's... You know a West Coast style, too?
2: I know West Coast Swing, East Coast Swing, Lindy Hop, Balboa, Balboa. We
1: love Lindy Hop. It's impressive. And
0: is it hard to keep up with her? I would think so. Yes, but she teaches me some of the moves, and I and I try to play along because. Dude, like, I'm more,
3: can, could you guys do like a Gap commercial for us? Because that would be really great.
0: Okay, I think there's there, there's videos of us dancing. We, you know, she she teaches me the moves, and I, I I'm I'm pretty athletic and agile, and I Are you
3: the? Uh, are you like the Gene Kelly, or are
0: you more like the? Uh, you more like the I'm more you know, like the Fred Astaire in this uh, in this sort of scenario with
2: uh, oh, a lot of back bleeding.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, there's <laughs> definitely yeah. A lot of back bleeding, if you know what that means. It's uh so so tell us more about the scorpions, how you got into scorpions.
3: More like a Mickey Rooney.
0: No, no. is, is, so, like, is that another brother bar?
2: Yes. So middle brother Blake had both scorpion albums so I was first exposed to Blackout and Love It First Sting and I would just listen to them, T to B, put them on, the record player, the vinyl, and just go to town on the trampoline, like I said. The trampoline? <laughs> I
0: remember you telling me that in high school. It's like, yeah, Scorpions is and like that, my trampoline music.
2: And then, that, we, yeah, we'd have all the neighborhoods over, listening to music, jumping on the t- taking turns. And my brother, Blake, who had the record, at one point was jumping so hard, he stuck his baseball cap into the ceiling and it stuck up there with a the little button and it had a little hole in the ceiling where his hat was stuck through. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: hilarious, Yeah.
2: So, yeah, that's how I grew up, listening to yeah. metal. Right up.
0: But it's otherwise like fun music, and it's dynamite. What are yeah. we
1: listening to now, Cherie? <laughs>
2: Oh, I better open the list. At least okay, I am so anyway. This is the final song on side A. And in case you didn't quite get the entire thing, but also definitely didn't dance, get theme. Uh, In case my dad listens to this. Um So
0: what, what <laughs> so what, what's what's the name of the song, Shuri? Right?
2: It is called Sex Action by LA Guns. Oh, okay.
3: The song is about and riding bikes
2: one of the bands that i find to be a lot of fun to listen to you know some groove to it great great guitar work great vocals something we were listening to in the 80s mike and i together i'm sure we picked it up at streetlight or what have you
0: no i had the cassette like day one yeah but like yeah but we, we definitely listen to it all the time we still have the cassette and it's like, the, this song, Sex Action, comes on uh, Air Nation all the time. And then, then it just sort of like, there's dance moves to go with that.
2: You could definitely <laughs> cha-cha to this one, too.
0: Definitely some cha-cha. So maybe cha-cha.
1: the theme in the list is cha-cha. Metal uh, cha-cha. Cha-cha,
2: little East Coast. You know, you know Michael, was... if
1: kick had done a metal cha-cha song, it would have been better, better than the heavy metal shuffle.
0: That's, that's the thing about the heavy metal shuffle, though, it's not a song it's just a dance or is it it's
2: not a dance it's just a song
0: nobody right. told me it was only a song That's the but
2: thing. I dance to it don't I
0: that's right and also <laughs> I do the heavy metal shuffle which is not an approved song or dance it's just it's just what happened
4: hmm
2: so I was torn between this one and Electric Gip- Gypsy but Ultimately, this one. This is definitely a fun mood yeah.
0: creator. Yeah, again, again, like L.A. Guns, still to this day, still putting out good music, oh, yeah. good records now that Phil and uh, and Tracy are like back together.
2: Yeah, we saw them at the Keswick last year, and they were amazing, Yes, <laughs> of... For sure. Okay.
3: Yeah, I... I... I knew guys who were into these guys and they seemed like the the more like legit version of like Faster Pussycat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they they seem more like rockers where Faster Pussycat seemed like a novelty. But they were yeah, I remember yeah. being like fun party band kind of feel, bar band kind of feel.
0: Yeah, it's kind of funny, like the last time we saw L.A. Guns, they were touring with Faster Pussycat and, uh, well, it was the Tom Keeper show. Yeah. Tom
2: yeah. Keeper show. Dude,
3: honestly, if I walked into a club and they were like, Faster Pussycat's playing and then L.A. Guns, I'd be standing there just staring, like,
0: which one is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you could definitely tell them apart, like, yeah, the, yeah. the L.A. Guns always have, like you L.A. Guns is
3: danceable.
2: Yes, definitely danceable. Yeah, Mike is dancing with me in the aisles. Last year. Look at that! and, so and, and cute. Yeah, like,
0: <laughs> not taking anything away from like uh, Faster Pussycat. They they put out some yeah. like some new music recently, and it's like pretty cool. Like they, they put out like this one song called uh, Like a Ghost." I'm gonna say like if you <laughs> haven't if you haven't heard like the the new Faster Pussycat song "Like a Ghost," it's it's pretty fire. When was that out, Mike? It just came out, I think, like, last year, or okay. maybe this year, like, I don't know the seasons anymore.
2: So now we're on to Side B, and we're starting out with an all-female lineup. At least the uh, lead singer is female. Some of the bands are all-female members.
3: Uh, look at that.
2: And a lot of the music... Um, is picked not just because they are female, but I mentioned earlier, kind of walking that line of being a female metal fan. Um, You know, obviously in metal, especially in the 80s and continues, it can be a little misogynistic in case you didn't know. Definitely (laughs) very male-oriented, and I love it when female artists can own that in their own way, flip it around, make it their own. Oh, yeah, maybe you guys are misogynistic, but you know, we're getting the girls can better. be misogynistic oh, so too. This song, we can, <laughs> you to we absolutely can, and own it. So, this song is Freak Like Me by Hailstorm, and that's you know, a little bit of that along those lines of, yeah, I am a freak. I am a female metal fan. Not afraid to be that. I am going to be who I am and let your freak flag fly.
1: You've seen Hailstorm, I'm assuming, Sheree, uh, live in concert.
2: I have not seen them live. You would be. Really want to.
1: You would be quite pleased. They are fantastic. Lizzie Hale is something else. She is, she is, yes.
2: And I've read a bit about her and her upbringing. Her ability,
1: her ability to to control, and I'll use that word on purpose, to control a crowd is, is absolutely amazing. She is, she is captivating.
2: Yes, and one of the attractions that I find for me is that, you know, it's a rough, hard, but amazing and beautiful singing style that's not just you know like like you take a leader Ford or who else that's just you know it's a more pretty trained voice but this is hard rough very hard rock style but yeah she I gets a movie. lot of love in
3: philly people in philly love love yeah. Yeah. well
1: they're from philly that's their Are hometown they? yeah yeah well they love her yeah
0: well, again, like she, she brings the hard edge, and she brings like an authenticity too. Where it's yes. like she, you, you mentioned like softer female artists like Lita Ford, who might like have songs written for them, or have like stylists who want them to like, we, we want you to like be all tits and blonde hair and stuff, yeah. and like sing like songs where we can like feature and like the tits and the not hair in the to video. To
2: diss Lita Ford or others. But I definitely find myself more drawn to those artists that it's not just about what I look like necessarily or play off of that. I have the talent, harder edge, and like I say, own a certain quality to it, not just trying to fit a production mold or marketing or... Yeah, and, and, and definitely like since like
0: the days of Lilith Fair Like this, this openly feminist sort of mm-hmm. like strong woman great. singer And again, I'm not going all the way back to like Ellen Reddy or uh, Aretha Franklin But like, you know, we totally could Like, you go back to Mahalia Jackson if you want. Did
3: you to. put this on because you actually like it or just to be provocative?
2: And next, <laughs> I love Smashed Black. I've never
1: heard them this oh is this God. is great.
2: They are I've an heard, absolute favorite. I those love their albums. First two, uh, albums first two or so
1: first, one. first
2: one? They put it uh this is off of the, the second Social one, the intercourse? Release. Yes. This is so this record. is It yeah, into yeah. shape. Um, the singer is just absolutely amazing. And here, you know, and this is definitely probably the most extreme example I have on here of owning that misogyny but in reverse. <laughs>
0: This, yep. is, this is bad bitch music. Yes, bad. Is- <laughs> oh, you guys like sex? Like, oh, ladies like sex, too. Give it to
2: me. Yep. Yeah. And I'm going to demand it. Yep. <laughs>
3: the, the the metal version of the, the first Lil' Kim record.
0: Yeah, we we, we definitely like, we enjoyed the hell out of this record back in high school, which, which is weird because like, uh, you know, Sheree and I have like this thirty-year gap where I might have had the cassette, and there, you know, she he, maybe not yeah. had not listened. I hadn't
2: listened to it in thirty years. He put it on one night, and I sang the whole damn thing.
0: Like she knew, like the lyrics from like thirty years ago. Go, like, damn, this is uh creature natural is
2: like not supposed to happen. But I loved it. We listened to it a lot together. Yeah. yeah. No. So to answer your question, yes, I very much love the song and smash gladys it is. <laughs> shut up david
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, you gotta listen to the whole album? also you have to get a time machine and go back to like yes. so, eight? 1980
2: so eight, uh, 84, and 88 I think were their two releases I right have to go different. back and look I
0: say it, was, it came out in 88 but uh, it was uh, yeah it's Definitely a great record john you remember this one right yeah for sure
2: yeah and yeah i did a little wikipedia move here so ozzy osbourne even sang backup vocals on their record for casting nasties so let's looking, see. Was... let's look at the disc was sharon thing.
5: managing them
2: uh, i don't know
5: the only way that
0: makes sense i to say it was on geffen
2: So click uh, in yeah. into shape was the single was released oh in nineteen eighty eight so I assume it's on social but, in but but but, but, but again, like, like uh,
0: so they were you know again, uh, Sally Cato was a singer, and of course she died like uh, twenty twenty uh, just a few years ago over three years ago or so. but like you know, m- most of the songs on on this record were kind of like in that in that vibe where yeah. you, you know, you had like uh, strong female singers who were a little sort of like. Uh, black velvety sort of like Pat Benatar, I'm gonna like take charge and mm-hmm. just kind of own my sexuality and not be ashamed or, uh-huh. or, or be too girly either, this is
2: like a brash bluesy band. It is, band. very brash. Um, and it's also a part of that whole fun music genre that we're listening to at the time, with LA Guns and also like a Salty Dogs and or even just like Poison. Too. <laughs> it's like it's definitely just like we're gonna sing openly about like we're gonna
0: make you know sex jokes and stuff, and they're gonna put them in. Oh, and office.
2: here is a very powerful song for in this moment. And here's another like owning it, being a female, you know, topic that obviously you wouldn't come across even close in the male band. This is definitely lyrics from a female perspective of, you know, you, you call me a whore, but it's, that's what you want me to be. And you shame me about that, but it's what you really like. And, um, you know, women go through that. It's so it's really nice to hear lyrics powerful music by females who give you a different perspective that you just wouldn't hear from a male band.
1: Hmm. Another captivating lead singer. She's... Yes. You don't say Colin Bosler.
2: We're going to see them tomorrow,
1: I think? Yes. From From an artistic perspective, David, it's fascinating. Set changes between every song what I've never, I've never i've never like every after every song is this the folks who are all down, like dressed as puppets or something they they she changes into a completely different wardrobe and there's different things on the stage between yeah. every song uh uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah i i'm just looking at the picture now i'm like
3: i know who this is
1: yeah the, yeah I'm, I'm telling you it's visually it's 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 just very interesting to watch her perform each one's like a little play because it's like back like to to, to Cherie's point. There's a message. She gives you the message in this song and then the curtain comes down, so to speak. And then she's done. And then you go to the next thing, and she gives you that message. And then it's done. It's like little chapters in the in the performance. It's a very, very interesting way of doing the music.
0: Okay. And again, like, that's a, a really novel way of doing it. And it really, maybe even in some ways, necessary way, just sort of like the, the, the usual just drudgery of like, here's another song about war or zombies. <laughs> you know, and again, like, uh, it, we don't talk about it enough on the podcast and stuff, but, like, chicks are people, too, and chicks can, like, rock as well. And, uh... We
3: just know. said something like that a couple years ago.
0: <laughs> I, maybe I don't know. We're gonna, we have to go back through the yeah. transcripts and stuff. And, but like,
2: and by the way, this would be a very sexy, provocative West Coast swing variation.
0: I was going to ask about like what kind of song this would be for the. I knew have, we are
2: just all waiting for that. We,
3: yeah, we should have that old man from Dancing with the Stars we're like, "Darling, yeah, whatever."
5: We, go. we gotta <laughs> make
3: some. Some comment about
5: Tell us more about Dancing with the Stars, David.
3: I don't know, man. My mother in law watches it when she's here. He knows his title Dancing
1: with the Stars. Is it still on? Yeah, that is the title. (laughs) There's an old man.
0: But uh
3: Wasn't the drummer from Def leppard on that?
0: I don't know if that's it. They always pull somebody in. With one armed people? I don't think think so. so. (laughs) Um is that where you're going, David?
3: No, I don't remember, man. It's getting
0: late. But, uh, yeah, I hadn't heard a whole lot of, like, in this moment before I reconnect with Cherie. But was like, this is... I br- it, it's played every
2: music. now and then, and he always says, What is this? It's,
0: it's like, I can't, it's so I can't stop moving. I can't stop moving. No, it, it, like, <laughs> it, 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 it's music like Hailstorm 2 that I hadn't really listened to a whole lot either. But when you hear it, it's, like, really... It, it, it definitely like sinks its teeth into you, mostly because of the, the female singers sort of like really insistent, uh, strong vocal delivery <laughs> and like what they're singing about too, which again, like things that I always paid attention to in metal. So now yeah. we got some- uh...
2: Here we go with the next song. So, Burning Witches. I got a major girl crush on them when we saw them at M3. I had never heard them before. And here they're doing Dance with the Devil. And they do epic metal from Sweden, I believe. And they are... Is it Switzerland? I think they're from Switzerland. Switzerland. (laughs) Sorry, I'm bad with names. It's all the same. um, They performed amazingly well just the guitars and the headbanging just like your typical old school metal band were unbelievable and their prowess is just incredible singing everything um it's like the entire
0: band was like Doro from like (laughs) (laughs) 19th
3: the chick chick from Friends is in this band
0: what's that Friends? yeah Lisa Man. Pedro is not in the band. Yeah, I don't
1: think anybody from Friends is in this. Courtney Cox. No, I don't think she's in Burning. No, dishes. she
0: could be friends with the band, but she's not in the band.
1: Yeah. I don't and, think she's a musician.
0: So like they were like on, they yeah. were on the first the first day when we went to M three thirteen I think it was a couple years back, and like I don't know who's opening up like I don't know, Burning Bitches. Burning Witches, whatever it is. <laughs> it's like you, you've never heard of them before, and then you go see them, like, they're, they're playing at, like, we 2 o'clock.
2: We were both blown away, just mesmerized. Uh,
0: they were awesome as hell. Yeah. Uh, and you definitely need to, like, check out their records. We've mentioned them before on the, mm-hmm. on, on the pod, too. It's like, yeah, these girls... And, and again, I, I should probably not say it that way. Like, these musicians and these songwriters... These performers, they just like, they fucking rock.
1: No, I, I,
3: I think I like it when you no, talk like you're from the from the rat pack. Uh,
0: these chicks <laughs> are great. Yeah. These and, and they
2: are <laughs> hot as hell, but they don't just, you know, stand there looking
0: at the
2: dirty thing. They're head banging. And yeah. them, they're you know, it, there you doll,
1: go. That's a good thing. You
0: know, really like, rocking like, it. Like, like, on brought up, like, uh, the, the, the Nita gal. Uh, what was her name? nita strauss nita strauss yeah it's like i don't know she's easy on the eyes but like she can like shred as fuck so and, and, he, and he, these musicians can also do the same thing shred as fuck uh and they're Wait, from what? they're from <laughs> just, well we know we, his I, intentions are good i just want like, to <laughs> fall into like the whole sort of like ah, these are gals playing music it's like no but they're, they're, <laughs> they're people doing music in a really awesome way, oh and they're they're bringing it back a, like a really interesting sound for like people who remember like Warlock with the uh, with uh, the Warlock.
4: Funny, you should. Oh. I've, I've
0: heard of them.
1: Didn't they have a song
0: like this? <laughs> it, 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 quite likely. Oh, I was because I think oh that was coming gosh. up next. Okay, so like call, call him, I think it's like a I few seconds ahead,
2: way ahead of us.
0: He, 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 got, he got a couple steps ahead of us. But, uh, yeah. The,
3: the, there was definitely a video for this, and it was definitely on various Ball
0: Yeah, twice. Okay, so you guys are all moved on to uh...
3: Warlock. All we are, we are, we are, we are, we are,
2: Right, so two round outside B went for Warlock, which... I'm sure everybody has heard this song, and this was definitely one of the first times I heard a female lead just really sound just that much more raw and rough and more interesting music that was something that intrigued me at the time. You know, being in high school and used to all the male metal bands and you know a few others like Lita Ford, Joe, Pat Benatar but this was something striking
1: yeah when I -hmm. saw them do this in Reading at uh, Reverb oh man it was it was amazing the crowd chanting along with this song she she was the shit that night tell you what it was pretty amazing yeah Um, very powerful singer very powerful presence oh my gosh. I don't know what her age is now, but you know, she's not she's not as young, of course, you know, as as she was way way back when, but I'll tell you what, she still commanded a hell of a lot of respect from that crowd. Yeah.
5: I'm
0: gonna yes. guess
1: ninety. <laughs>
0: I don't think she's <laughs> ninety. I, I don't think she's like Dolly aged yet, but because uh, I think we, we I think Dora was at the same M three. She's, she's show only fifty like day
1: Okay, well still.
0: Yeah. But you know, in the day and still today, she 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 brings she a lot of power. It. She yeah. still has the presence, and uh, it, it, you know, you know what what we usually say in this sort of context is like, oh, if if you're like an aging uh, old metal performer, it's okay to like be fat and like uh, sound stucky <laughs> or not really be too sort of like. Frumpy. Dor- Doro still has it. Like she's still put together. Like I remember seeing like uh shit like uh you know a much, much older woman, you know, perform <laughs> you know, like live and it's like damn, Eartha Cat at eighty?
2: Eartha Kit?
1: That's Eartha Kit, kit I believe, yes. What I Eartha cat? Yeah. We Eartha cat.
0: Oh are we I talking mean, about Catwoman? Are we talking cat about Catwoman Eartha oh, Kit? Who who did play who did play Catwoman? That was my verbal slip there, <laughs> but yeah, it's like eighty, damn. But yeah. uh, but but Doro is still bringing it. Yeah, okay. And I think she's still putting out new music, and again, this is like a this record too was like great. The whole got,
5: got a little bonus track to write us out for the evening.
1: This is such a good yeah. song. When it I sing this in the song. car, it's so <laughs> fun to sing. Dude, can you record that for me?
2: So I have people that will call me now and say, Guess what I did And
5: say, Hey, when your husband did his mixtape, why did he leave this off?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you know, there's that, but you know, he did his what horror movie mixtape, but the man has made me very lovely mixtapes back in high school and listened to them. So and we turned them into like very list, sentimental.
1: Bingo! <laughs> oh, yeah. thanks, Steve. So,
2: so I wasn't even familiar with this song until about five years ago, when it came on Hair Nation on Sirius XM. I was like, "What? What is this?" "Machinery" <laughs> by Hardline. So know, it's become my theme song. I'll have people call me up like Jen Hunter, like, "I just heard your theme song." Big Bay,
5: the Bay Area roots in this song. Neil sean is the guitarist for
0: Hardline. Yeah. Yeah. and again, like that's the thing. Like I don't ever remember hearing I this song. from back then when it would have first appeared, which would have been like yeah. in the '80s,
2: and we would have remembered, I'm sure.
0: Uh, duh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we had like other theme songs for you. <laughs> <laughs> like what? I don't know. Most this of myself, this was in Peacemaker, right?
2: I yes. uh, uh, probably. I want to say. Why not?
0: Yeah. Why not? I mean, I think it, yeah, I think it was. It would, yeah, it would totally fit. But uh, yeah, I was thinking like the L.A. Guns song, It was on your list. But uh, yeah, so it's a song that is like, I don't know. I had Neil Sean write this song. <laughs> my uh, <Nice>. girlfriend, <laughs> the love of my life, my wife now. And he did like a really good job with his fam that they just they called themselves appropriately Hard Live, which is a really good like news station, I think. They put out like really good <laughs> <laughs> But it's 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 a jammer of a song and it has like really interesting lyrics which uh you could like cue and on like interpret into like <laughs> Yep Yep, that's right. Where they mention like October and uh You just sort of like read into it. Yep. It's right
2: there. And also you could do a really good nightclub two-step. (laughs)
0: Nightclub two-step. You got that going for you too.
1: That's exactly what I thought I would do. Yeah. If I could do any of those things.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You just just need a couple steps and then follow your partner. Follow your partner and have somebody hold your drink. That's how you dance. Also just get on the floor and have fun
2: yes so that's exactly what we're going to do after we're done with the podcast
0: oh well, okay raining outside so we'll have to do it inside but like be dancing
4: yes <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> but we'll probably listen to like armored sink can you deliver because that's a high energy song
2: and Tesla Yep.
0: and some Tesla talking to the top oh we were, we were nice. listening to some Tesla Straight up
2: from the top. from the top yep.
1: yeah there's no doubt
0: about Tesla
1: well I like your playlist a lot Cherie it was very enjoyable you did a nice job
2: thank you I enjoyed putting it together and hope all the listeners out there had, listened, had a, enjoyed it as well and maybe picked up a couple of songs and give something a try and maybe pick up some dancing <laughs>
1: Well, I'll start with Smash Gladys, and we'll talk about dancing later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah our the, core audience and dancing
2: are
0: not yeah. friends.
3: <laughs> it's best if these don't people don't move and or see other people in public.
0: Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> call it. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say like you're gonna like put in some like Smash Gladys tomorrow. Oh yeah. Where the fuck has this been my entire life?
2: And where are my dance shoes?
0: Maybe not that. <laughs> but, uh, I'm going just, with it. Yeah. But you're definitely going to feel like your feet tapping and you're going to be like, yeah, I'm going to stop by the liquor store tonight. <laughs>
5: Let's have you take us out
0: tonight. Right oh, yeah.
2: Just wing it. All right. So thank you so much, everyone listening to Middle Age Middleheads. It has been a pleasure here talking with John Harden, old high school buddy, Uh, Colin Bosler, our good friend in Whitehall, David Timoney out there in Philadelphia, and of course, my hubby, Michael Stamps, also from high school. Shout out to all the bailers out there and to my fellow dancers who love to groove to metal as much as I do. Have a great night.
5: She's she's talking to you, Joey Mahoney. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone.